yeah, so welcome back to the Project Gen X podcast. I am one of your hosts, Alan Smith, along with... I'm the other guy, Big Dave. I didn't surprise you with it that time. Huh? Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, in this episode, we are going to be talking about the 1984 movie, The Last Starfighter. Yes. Um, I had not seen this movie. It had been a while for me, also. Probably since probably 85 or 86. It had been a long <laughs> time. And it was one of those movies that like I watched a lot it, as a kid. Yeah, I did know? too. I, I haven't probably seen it since like the mid eighties, but yeah. I have many, many fond memories Absolutely. of this Absolutely. movie. Absolutely. Um <laughs> I'll tell you okay, um for those of you that don't know, I'm gonna read the IMDB which is terrible. Uh, oh, of course it it's is. And this terrible. is just this is just we're sorry. We'll, we'll get into it. But video game expert Alex Rogan finds himself transported to another planet after conquering the last Starfighter video game, only to find out it was just a test. He was recruited to join the team of best Starfighters to defend their world from the attack. And they kind of got it there. Um, okay, I'm just gonna. We need to pause right here. Okay. IMDb has the worst descriptions oh, oh, of movies I know, I know, ever. I know. It's really, really funny. I don't know like, who's writing this garbage for them, but if anybody at IMDb is listening, find somebody else to write the descriptions well, they of the usually, movies. They usually will have a couple of them. Like, there's a more... I mean, like, there's, one, there's, there's a couple of them. And, and, and the thing is, is they can be submitted by multiple people, apparently. Oh, no. Um... You saying their descriptions are like Wikipedia? Something like that. That's yeah, terrible. Wow. The, this next one that's on here basically tells the entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't do that. That's our job. Yeah, I know exactly. So, uh, yeah, the last Starfighter, like I said, it was released in 1984. If you remember, we did a, a an episode about 1984 last year. Yes. That I mean, just the the sheer volume of movies that was released that year that are still in the, the social consciousness now <laughs> it is just amazing uh of course last episode we talked about red dawn you know and yeah. uh, uh but the last starfighter was re- you know was released on let me find it here come on yeah july 13th 1984 there you go um it had a budget it was supposed to have been a summer blockbuster. It had a budget of $15 million, which is a lot of money in 1984. And it didn't really do so well. Opening weekend, it did $6 million domestic, and it did a gross of $28 million. So it made money. Just not, it wasn't as big of a blockbuster in, not, not, as yeah, they thought it was going to be. Not in the slide. I mean, of course, it, this is also, this is after... Ghostbusters had been released yeah. by this point. Gremlins had been released by this point. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of one of those like, and this was just not living up to those other ones. You it know? It's it a, just didn't quite make the summer blockbuster. No, it, it didn't. And criteria. We'll we'll, we'll we'll get into whether about sequels because there's there is actually some interesting updates on that. Um. This, I know they made a second one. I they never, did not. They didn't. They I did thought not. they, they did. talked about it. There was Amazon was talking about doing a Last Starfighter um, TV series. Okay, a couple of years ago, and then it just. But there actually is some update about a second Last Starfighter movie, oh, like no. a sequel. I know, and I I'm not a big. Be I'm not a big fan of that type of stuff. I mean, we can go down the line of like sequels to movies that are 
2025 years old plus that turned out really bad don't don't mess with my childhood yeah please um but this well i i ended up watching this movie again earlier this week you know just i watched it two nights ago just to kind of refresh my memory right oh i I, i'm glad i did because i I forgot a lot of of what was going on and and i remember i always loved this movie as a kid Mm -hmm. i i remembered it was kind of a it was kind of a warm, fuzzy, very familiar right, feeling. Right. And I realized it early on when watching because the music is very Star Wars-esque. Oh, my God. I mean, no. they... It was, Look, the... the <laughs> I noticed right off, like, in the, in the opening credits... Oh, yeah. Like, the, the theme, like, the, 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 the score. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that was lifted from Indiana Jones. In the, or that was lifted from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay, that yeah. was lifted from Star Wars. That was lifted... Yeah. I mean, it was just like, wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the reason it feels so comfortable and so familiar yes. is because the, the music themes... I agree, yes. ...are lifted directly... Directly from movies I know, that I already love. I noticed that too when I was watching. I was like, like there was oh, one wow, part of it, and I was like, "That's the Jawa theme." Yeah, that's know, as close know, to the Jawa theme as you I get know. without it actually being the Jawa theme. I know it was. <laughs> it really did lift a lot from from other movies. Yeah. Um, okay, so the last Starfighter stars uh, Lance Guest. Um, who played Alex Rogan? He's the main character. It's funny his last name's Rogan. I yeah, mean, I know. It's kind of, it's funny. kind of funny now, you yeah. know. Versus, you know, Joe Rogan wasn't a thing at the time. No, but it, it's a, uh, you know, there, 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 there. We'll get into the full cast. Lance Guest was like kind of set at this point. They were really trying to make him a thing. Yeah, you know, he was like twenty five years old when this movie came out. You yeah. know, and, and you know, because it's one of those things. He had been in Halloween too. Yes. Um, and um, he had also been, or, and then later he was in Jaws: The Revenge. He played yeah. uh, a Michael Roding in that one. Um, he's been he's been well they tried to make something out of his the the actress that plays his girlfriend too yeah um Catherine Mary Stewart yeah uh again well she was in Weekend at Bernie's yeah. you know Night of the Comet The Apple I mean it's one of those things again both of these these actors I, I went back and looked at their IMDB they've worked oh yeah they've been on a bunch of stuff you know in the in the time um, she, the thing that I remember her most from was this movie called Dudes. Did you ever see that? It's got John Cryer and Flea. No, I don't think okay. I've seen that. I remember watching it. came out in the late 80s, and it's kind of this, like, it's a punk rock western is what it is. Ooh, I want to Honestly, see this now. <laughs> it is. It really it is. A, it is legitimately a punk rock western is what it is. I, I got to um, see this now. <laughs> that, that has two of my favorite things in it, punk rock western. I know. Uh, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> of course it's not. That's why I need to see it now. Uh, but, it, it, uh, but yeah, they, and they did. They were trying, you know, they were trying to. You know who else is in this movie? Hmm. Who has a very very oh, no, no. brief scene? There, there's several people in this movie. Who, who who did you notice? Will Wheaton. Really? Yes, Will Wheaton is in this movie briefly as Lewis's friend. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I'm not doubting you. I'm just uh... keep scrolling down. He's all the way oh, down he at is. the bottom. Wow, Lewis's friend. There you go. <laughs> you barely notice him. Yeah, I I didn't notice him at all. It's, a, uh, it's an extremely young. Will there are Wheaton. a couple of fun ones. Like, of course, Robert Preston plays yes, Centauri. Absolutely, okay. Robert Preston is old Hollywood. I mean, like all the way back to 1930. He was in How the West Was One. Yep. Most famously, he played Harold Hill in The Music Man. Yes. I mean, that is like. I mean, he he was in. He had a 50 plus year career. Yes. Of uh, of stuff. He on um, he passed in 1987. Uh, one of my favorite ones, though, Greg. You know his yeah. his. You know, do you know who that was? 
Um, 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 um. I j- the answer just walked right away it's, from me. It's Daniel Harrelson. Yes. Okay. Which he was in RoboCop. He was the old man. Yeah. But you know who he was in something that we've covered? He was Colonel Cochran in Halloween 3. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I know. And that was like... I had forgotten about that. But that's that. him under all that makeup and everything. Yeah, you know? And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, dude, yeah. that is... Yeah, I know. I was like, wow, that that's, that's pretty awesome. Uh, <laughs> there, there was other people in it. Let's get into the, the, the movie itself. Because, okay, before, before we get into anything, yeah. this movie falls under... A category of movies from our childhood that I love, which is movies marketed towards kids that have scenes that completely kids should not be seeing <laughs> for two reasons. Okay, for two reasons. One, when they find the um, whenever um, um, Lord, whatever the the bad guy's name is, yeah, Zord or whatever Zord, so Hold whatever. On, it, yeah, it starts with it a up. Z. I got it right here. Um, Lord, um, uh, God, Zer. Lord Zur, yeah. Um, whenever he's like, "Oh, Father, I found, I even, I found your, um, your spy," and he pulls it up on the screen, yeah, and you, and you see you like the, the beam, like it's, yeah, the, the melting head, yeah. And I was like, "Okay, probably kids shouldn't be seeing this." But then the other thing is that his little brother Lewis has got Playboys, yeah, and like that's a running joke throughout the whole thing. And he's like, "Where's, where's June? Where's oh, hubba, hubba. all right, yeah, yeah." yeah that's, I was like, "This is the type of stuff that will wind up in '80s movies, like you know." Goonies, there's so much inappropriate stuff in oh, that. Oh, yeah. The Monster Squad, there's so much inappropriate stuff in that. <laughs> well, when we were watching this, Miss Nay was like, isn't he a little young to have Playboys? I know, I know, I'm I like, know. Yeah. And that's like a thing later. They're like, go to sleep, Lewis, or I'll tell Mom about your Playboys. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's that type of, like, again, it falls into that. Movies that have stuff, movies for kids that has some stuff that's not, not for, for kids. kids you know, yeah, we absolutely. could probably do a whole episode on that. To probably, be but why bother? <laughs> we all know what they yeah. are. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So Alex Rogan, he's living at the, was it the Starlight Starbright? Is that the trailer park? Trailer park. But it's not the kind of trailers you associate with trailers today. This is actually like travel trailers right that you that would actually like pull behind you pull know, behind yeah, yeah. like a truck or something that have basically been permanently installed in this trailer you park. would see that you know from yeah you, you, I, I it's remember, more of a west coast it thing. really is uh but it's one of those things that he like you know his i think his mom runs okay here's the thing his mom's the manager right and it's, and it's one of those but things, she's also working at a restaurant to make right. ends meet now the thing is that they never say what happened to his dad no there is later when he's with Griggs and he's like they're talking you know they're kind of getting to know each other when they're in in the um, the spaceship he shows a picture he's like yeah this is my mom and dad and this is my little brother and this is you know and it's one of those things that he never says what happens to his dad like we never hear what happens yeah. to his dad uh, I'm going to assume his dad died or something because the picture looks fairly recent yeah. that they have because you know it's all of them you know whatever so I wonder if there was some stuff left on the cutting room floor of about the dad, you know, Possibly. whatever. Um, so, and I kind of want got the got the idea that maybe they owned the, the trailer park, you know, that this yeah. has been a family thing because he's doing the maintenance on it, you know, and, yeah. and all that stuff. His and, mom's running the manager, right? And, and you know, so I I don't know. I mean, there there are some <laughs> there are some unanswered questions in this movie, as um, there always were, as there always movies. are. Yeah, it's one of those things you you look at. Uh, so it's. But there has been a a video game, an arcade machine 
that that has been delivered to this trailer park. It's basically it's called, up at the uh, manager's office right. slash, um, I guess, snack bar. Yeah, it looks like there's they've got something you might going have on like there. burgers and dogs yeah. and other stuff. And so, uh, you know, he's playing this game all the time, and he's getting really he gets really good. And it's one of those things that like he's kind of it's it's that whole it's kind of the George Bailey thing. He's kind of stuck. Yes. He's got obligations to his family, but he wants to go. To, he wants to go. He wants to go to college somewhere he else. Want to go to, he doesn't want to go to the city college. That's yeah. what he keeps talking. He wants to go to college somewhere else, and he's trying to get out of here. He doesn't and want to be stuck in this. Trying to park. get a loan, his loan gets denied, right. and it's one of those things where, like, you know, his his girlfriend and all of his friends are supposed to be going up to Silver Lake, and then he can't go because he's which got to is kind of weird because oh, we know, talked about Silver like, Lake over in Red Dawn too, so. which would kind of make sense because Centauri later talks about how that machine was supposed to have been uh, delivered to Vegas. Yeah, so makes kind of sense. It's in the same area ish yeah. of the country, you know. Um, but yeah, so it's one of those things. You know, he gets stuck having to work on you know the electricity that's not working for one of the one and of those TV people, antennas, yeah, and, and different stuff. And so it's kind of one of those the plumbing. Yeah, it, it's gotten to where life is so mundane that at the end of the day he goes into his room and sits down, and the wind is open. And you hear the conversation going on at the trailer next door, yeah, yeah. and he is mouthing it word for word because evidently this conversation so happens, happens every, every night. night. I know, so. I know, and it, you know, and it's so funny, like. Watch it again. Had not seen this movie yeah. in thirty plus years. That scene, what got me was how comfortable and familiar that felt. Yeah, and I'm not talking about like, oh, I find myself in that same situation. It's like, no, no, no. The way that they framed this, yeah, reminded me so much of a lot of movies I saw at this time, and kind of the way that they depicted the world outside of where i lived yeah you know type stuff and it was like oh this makes perfect sense you know yeah. <laughs> so weird it was it was i got i got all the nostalgia feels watching this movie oh yeah and i absolutely. was not expecting that at all because i was like i remember like kind of writing this movie off a long time ago because let's be honest the special effects are terrible well, in this movie well, here, here's the thing the special effects in this movie look like a video game i mean it yeah. looked like a video game right. because they at the time they were the cutting edge computer they graphics still look terrible though and they, they're not but, but they're not as good as tron which came out two years prior to this yeah, you know? know and that's uh maybe it was budget constraints i don't know but, but I mean, it, it looks like a video game from that time. Right. Oh, no, absolutely. Which, which very much lent to the movie. Exactly. And, and the funny thing about it is because they have this arcade machine, you know, because yeah. there was never a last Starfighter video game. Well, there's a story behind that, and we'll get they into that. They were supposed to be one. It they were was, supposed to be one, but they never... Be- Atari was in the, in, the, right. in the middle of developing it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was based off of the... Um, the Empire Strikes Back and the Star Wars, and there was another one, the Vector Shooter yeah. games. It was based oh, off yeah, of those. Probably uh, Zaxxon was probably one of them. Um, maybe. Yeah. Um, and they now, had. And let me they tell had you right now. Deve- they had even gone to Motorola and had Motorola develop a new chip for this. Okay. They were completely rebuilding this machine, and the graphics were actually going to be better than 
um, Empire Strikes Back and Star Wars because well, the, poly, the polygons Wars, right. in Star Wars were it was basically just a big triangle. Well, it was it was it was it was a vector matrix. You know, Matrix is all well, it was. This which was I actually, love that yeah. game. I love that Star Wars well, game. Anyway, the Motorola chip was actually going to let them fill it in and make it a solid object. Oh, nice. For a change. Rather than the, yeah, okay. And it was going to be faster and sleeker because of that Motorola chip, and they had it. And the development of the thing, it was going to be about $10,000 per um, arcade game. Yeah, that would never make its money back. Which was going to be a little expensive for the arcade owners. And this and movie fact, was not doing as well in right. the theaters as they wanted and the fact, it to be. the this was also after the video game crash of 83. So Yeah. So uh, with yeah. the game 75% completed, they scrapped the whole thing. Oh, wow. I knew I knew that there was a game that was supposed to go along with this, and then it never it never well, happened. The other part so. of that is they were also supposed to be releasing an eight bit version for the Atari twenty six hundred. Makes sense. And it got scrapped along well, with the again, console game. The, eight, the, the crash of eighty three because. But what happened is it actually that game got reworked mm-hmm. and was actually released as Star Raiders two in eighty six. Okay. So if you want to play a version. Okay. Of what it was supposed to be? Star Raiders 2. Star Raiders 2. Well, see, I had the original Star Raiders. Matter of fact, I have a, a, a an unopened copy of Star Raiders. Really? Yeah. I found it at a thrift store about wow, eight or nine years ago. Cool. And it was one of those things where I was like, oh, wow, this is really cool. You know? Yeah. I have another boxed copy of it that is open, you know, for like for play or whatever. Yeah. But this one is completely unopened, which is really cool. Wow. So. Now, there is a studio called Rogue synapse uh-huh. that has actually created a faithful remake of star the last starfighters laser blasting action yeah and you can download it for free oh, there you go but i figured you somebody but, along the way probably did but you these days wouldn't take anything yeah, but you, you, you don't, don't the have the controllers yeah, yeah. which for me was a big part yeah. of it so okay so since we're talking about the video game tie-in here yeah 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 I was sitting there watching it, and the first thing that came to my mind, and I had thought this before when I remember hearing about Polybius. Yeah. You know, the whole, the whole, the myth of Polybius about this game that was supposed to be some kind of like CIA recruitment or whatever. Right. It was kind of like, that's kind of been a thing, like a, a running thread with video games for a long time of like, oh, maybe there are these games that are put out there that are recruitment. Well, as a kid, you, you grow I know. up hoping I know, exactly. that one of these are oh, test and you're going to oh, get swept, swept up. And There and, was a game on the Atari 2600 yeah. that I used to play. It was called hmm. Beam Rider that I was really, really good at it. Okay. okay. And uh, it's funny because the last time I saw a copy of it, it was actually worth quite a bit of money. And I was like, damn, I wish I it was an Activision game, you know. Oh, yeah. And it was one of the, like, the late Activision yeah. games, you know. And I, of course, I remember like playing that game and kind of being you know, like, "Oh, this is gonna be Last Starfighter. What if somebody blah blah blah?" You know, yeah. of course, you know, you're a kid. As you know, kids, you a, always hope know, that one of them was a test and you're gonna get caught up into some exactly, kind of adventure. Exactly. Of course, it never happened. No. So, but the which thing is, is why is, we're sitting here doing. But this. the thing is, is that so many movies of the '80s that was the premise. Yeah, some kid gets caught up in an adventure that you know just because they're cloak and dagger, cloak and dagger. I love that. We, we may have to do that movie. <laughs> I haven't seen it since. since I know, since the I 80s. know, I know. It's got Henry Thomas in it. I, yeah. I remember that. And Dabney Coleman. Um, but yeah, that movie. 
any any of those movies. You know? <laughs> yeah. the, again, go back to the Goonies, Adventures in Babysitting. Yes. I mean, just all there was always there was always an adventure that was getting ready to happen to kids. Yes, <laughs> when, we, when we were growing up, it was like, except for us, <laughs> it never happened to us. No. no, and if it did, we'd wind up on like you know um, uh, unsolved, uh, unsolved mysteries, mysteries or, <laughs> <laughs> or on, a, or on a, a milk carton or something. You know. So, <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the last Starfighter really, I, you know, again, before we get into the back of the movie, we're talking about the video game. Lance get the uh, that um, arcade convention I love going to down in Atlanta, the Southern Fried Game Expo. Oh, okay. Game, yeah, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. Lance Guest was there two years ago. Um, and like I'm going to be on, you know, doing a panel and everything. Which, and I wish I'd have gone. I was supposed to have gone with uh, Dwayne and his son. Okay. And, uh, but I woke up that morning. Um, in no shape to uh, get to do a four-hour drive with my stomach in the condition that it was in. <laughs> I went to bed feeling fine. I woke up that morning. I'm like, yeah, four hours in a car one way does not sound like a good idea right yeah. now. So, <laughs> but I, I, I was, I wish I could have for this, you know, yeah, just to, to, to gone and seen him and heard him talk about, you know, the, the kind of stuff because it is. It's a very famous video game movie that there's no video game to. (laughs) (laughs) The closest you get is Star Raiders. Again, there you go. So so now that now let's talk about the movie itself. Sure. So he's he feels like he's back to it. He feels like he's being left behind. All of his friends get to go, or they're going to go, and they're and they're you know the thing is they've kind of they're all going to be who they are. Yeah. They're going to grow up around here and they're going to do this and that. And blah, they're all going to go to City College. Yeah, they're and, all going to work dead end jobs. And he doesn't want to do any of that stuff. He does, he's going to end up running the trailer park. Very Gen X thing. Yeah. <laughs> of this is what we got to look forward to. You know? Yeah, exactly. So he, he, but he's trying to go somewhere else. He wants to do something bigger. And he unwittingly it's gets that, into it's that. It's that feeling of I'm, I'm meant for more. Right, exactly. So. Uh, after he doesn't get to go to the lake and all this kind of stuff, he's playing the game. Well, he's doing really well on the game. Well, he's he's basically playing the game and not even paying attention yeah. because he's so caught up in his own head. Right. His girlfriend shows back up from having been at the lake right. all day, and he's kind of fighting with her. And so does uh, Otis, yeah. the, the, which is the and guy that lives right Otis there. Otis is cleaning up the I snack Otis. bar. Otis is one of the coolest yeah. characters in this. And he's kind of cleaning up the snack right. bar. Right, and he comes know. out, and he's like, hey, you're over 900000 you know, And it's one of those things where everybody, he calls for everybody. Everybody in the trailer park shows up. Right, and he, and he beats the final... Ball, he scores basically. a million points. Yeah. He, yeah. So later, and, and beats the final boss. Yeah. So later, after everybody's gone back to their trailers and he's just kind of hanging out, or actually, no, he finds out that he didn't get the loan. That's what it was. His yeah. mom comes home and he finds out he didn't get the loan. Yeah. So he's going and he's hanging out, and this weird ass car shows up. Yep. And the guy that opened the door opens, and it's one of those cool where like the the DeLorean type, yes, you know, the Gullwing, yeah. And so, uh, guy starts talking to him. He's like, "Hey, do you know who uh, who beat the high score on that game?" You know, and he's like, "Yeah, it's Alice Rogan. That, that's me." You know, you're blah, looking blah. at him. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, you want to get in my car and talk?" And blah blah blah. And he introduces him to his his uh, sidekick Beta. Yeah. And he shakes him, and he gets shocked, and he doesn't know what's going on. And then Beta gets out of the car and. That's it. And then all of a sudden the doors close and... They take off. This guy has kidnapped. Yeah, and he's like, and he's telling him all about, you know, he's... 
he's really doing his best music man of like selling something selling yeah. somebody on something that they don't want you know basically yes. is what it is and he, and that's where we find out yeah that particular machine was supposed to go to Las Vegas but instead it wound up here and you know this it's is it's fate my boy yeah exactly it's absolutely fate exactly so they 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 head for a dead end and then well, no, he, my favorite scene oh, is when he goes when past they, the car. The, the cops the, <laughs> goes past the cop cars, and you know he is not going as fast oh, as what no, they're because no, no, the no, radar no, no. is showing him doing three hundred three miles, miles an, an hour. hour. <laughs> but he passed those cops like he was riding a bicycle in that car. I know, I know, and they could have at least sped it up or something to make it look. Yeah, but they didn't. You know, the cops are asleep in the car, and they're like, "What?" You know? Yeah. But and then they, they're they headed towards a, a tunnel, and they're hitting a, hitting a dead end, and then all of a sudden they take off. Yeah, and they fly up into space, and he's explaining. And then you also see Centauri like take his face, remove his face, and and, you see the alien underneath. Right, and so it's kind of like, what's going on here? You know, I have to say this: there's really not much of a reaction whatsoever from Alex through all of this. Well, he's kind of in shock. There's a little. I get that, but I'm sorry if you or I either one wound up in that situation. After this last year, at this point, <laughs> I would just be like, "Well, in I guess this is, in 1984, uh, yeah, there, yeah, there would exactly, have been a big shock." But exactly. today is like, "Well, I guess this is my life now." Yeah, I yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, so he he gets taken and find come to find out that he's been recruited for this starfighter. You know, they're trying to get the best of the best in the universe. You know, and um, it's for the starfighter program. Exactly, and come to find out, Zur has betrayed. Um, his father, his father, and, and they're the going to command, and the command, and they're going to break down the the great uh, barrier, yeah, uh, and that that's keeping the bad guys at bay, and and it's one of those things that Alex is just like, I don't want to, this is not for me, I don't want to do this. Take he me he meets Grig, yeah. you know, and he's like, take me home. So Centuri has to take him back well, home. Grig figures out that he's been horn snoggle yeah oh yeah and absolutely. kidnapped and right. it's like well he's not even you know earth isn't even a, a former or a, a former a, a formal the, right. formal member of this right you know and he and basically has him take and take since him Ari's home. like yeah but you know if, if we fail here then it's going to be in danger you know yeah. it's kind of like that whole you know because he's getting paid to bring his recruits in oh, is what it is yeah. you know um and because alex has him take him home He's not around when the command base gets destroyed, right? By, by asteroid bombs, yeah. By by Zor, yeah. Meteor bombs, yeah. Me or yes, meteor bombs. That's what it is. By Zor. All right. When he first gets there, okay, and the car door opens and they do that pan up, yeah. And it's the woman, you know, this the the alien or whatever. The only thing I was thinking of whenever they gets because it'd been like, again, it'd been forever since I'd seen this movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, I remember there was a woman, blah blah blah, and it gets up and it shows her and with that hair and everything, that hair and that bald head. The only thing I thought of was Lobot from <laughs> Empire Strikes Back, and I was like, oh, it's a female Lobot. You know, this is. <laughs> and, and, and coincidentally, that's actually where the Jawa themed music. Yeah. I know, and of course, play, this is a few yeah. years after that. You know, so yeah. this was even after um, Return of the Jedi. You know, yeah. So, so yeah, but it was, it's kind of one of those things. You know, that the, the the base gets destroyed, at least most of it gets destroyed. Yeah. Uh, so it's one of those things that they they discover that not not all of them are dead. Uh, Zor does, and so they send um, an assassin to Earth. Who gets well, they there find out very that, quickly that Alex is the last starfighter, right. and so they but they send this. Yeah. You know. Which gets there very quickly, you know. Considering uh, they they get around a lot of places very quickly. Oh yeah. <laughs> <in this. laughs> 
<laughs> so, anyways, it's one of those things where he comes by. You know, it's one of those things that he. That's when he finds out that Beta is a um, robot. Is a robot that basically, when they shook hands, yeah. he imprinted on him, and so he's trying to be, you know, the best Alex that he can be. But he doesn't understand everything at Earth, and he's made his girlfriend mad because she stuck his. She stuck her tongue in his ear, yeah, and she. He said something about about not understanding her strange sexual urges or something. <laughs> she's mad at him now, and you know it, it's it's really you know there's some comedy with all this. Yeah, but ultimately he gets attacked. He goes back up to the to the game and he gets attacked. Yes, and then uh, he also called for Centauri because he had a way because he was trying to yeah. get Beta out of there, and so Centauri comes back just in time. But Centauri gets shot in the meantime, like during this by this, the assassin. Yeah, by the assassin, um, and so it's one of those things that they go back and like look you're the last one they're going to come yeah. and they're going to keep coming until you're dead and, and every, everything here is is wiped yeah. off so he decides to go back to star command i guess it's called star command i don't know it's, a, it's the best thing i can come up with yeah at this it one. sounds good and so um but centauri dies. dies yeah and like as they get there you know it's one of those things that he really was hurt a lot more than he was letting on and that's when he finds out that he's the last one and you know this kind of stuff and, and Greg basically takes him under his wing right. decides to become his own personal navigator right right and takes him to the last remaining ship which yep. just happens to be a prototype exactly so with an extra gun and more power exactly, and yeah all the stuff so extra armor they go off and save the day with this uh what was it called what was the what was the big um, the big weapon they use at the end oh, of it. I don't it's remember the, at this point. Uh, what was it called? I don't remember what it was now. Uh, but yeah, it was something like, you know, that Greg had come up with. It was a prototype. Yeah. You know, it was like, yeah, but you know, they got to be in certain range and all this kind of stuff. So they saved the day. But Zur gets away, which was setting up for a sequel you know, yeah. type stuff. You know, everybody else died that was on, that was because it was a different, it was a different race of, of uh, well, aliens they, that, that he was working yeah. with. Uh, but they all were killed, and then Zur got away in escape in pod. escape pod. Yeah, and then you know, yay, we're we won and all that kind of stuff. So he goes back to Earth. Oh, um, in the meantime, Beta uh, dies because it's one of those things that um, um, the this other um, assassin they comes said for another him. assassin because they don't know that they've swapped him out. Right. And so it's one of those things that he's trying to, that he's trying to, he basically do. sacrifices himself to save the girlfriend to save everybody. Yeah. To save Cause everybody. The, the, this assassin is going to send back that the last starfighter <laughs> is on earth that, you know, that that's what or he's know, not on earth and, because he's, yeah, he's, that's right. He's going to say yeah, that he's robot. Robot. He, yeah. he knows that he's robot cause he gets shot. And that's what proves to, uh, what was her name? We keep, <sighs> Maggie? Maggie, Maggie, Maggie. He keeps he keeps trying to you know it's one of those things he tells Maggie that he's a robot. She's like I don't believe you, and then he gets shot, and she's like, see, you know, it's like <laughs> told you, yeah, you know. It's like, and then and he so, goes chasing her, yeah, and then they go they go chasing after the guy, and he yeah. rams the pickup truck into the, the spaceship, yeah, and destroys both of them, yeah. And uh, we get that great scene wherever she's like, and it's a great '80s scene of. There's this fire going on in the background, and she's standing with her back to the camera, and she turns around. The wind's blowing, and she's like into the into the air. She turns around, and says, "Alex Rogan, I love you." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Just like a laughs> it's a very '80s shot of like, oh, we saw this in a lot of movies, you know. It's oh yeah, <laughs> it almost had like a little bit of a Karate Kid exactly, feel to exactly. It, yeah. And I got a lot of Karate, which is funny because you know Karate Kid came out this same year. Yeah, and but I did get a lot of Karate Kid 
vibe off of this. Oh, like, yeah. She could have easily been the next Elizabeth Shue or something, you know? Like, yeah. it, it kind of felt that way. Uh, so, yeah, anyways, they won the battle, blah, blah, blah. Comes back to Earth. To get the girlfriend. To get the girlfriend. And, of course, he's got to, he's got to tell everybody what's going on. And She tries to get him to stay. And, and then he looks at like, her and goes, well, I can't stay. So if you're not you coming come with, with me. me. Exactly. And he, he's like, well, if you're if you're not going to come, i got to go. Right. Because I have to defend the universe. Yeah. And it's one of those things. He's going to go train the next, yeah. you know, the, the next crop of starfighters, you know, yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, and then, then she finally, she's like, no, let me, and then she goes with, you know, her, well, her granny, her, her granny, grand, yeah, yeah her like, granny. If said, you don't get on that starship with him, you're an idiot. Right. And so she, she goes and she goes into space, you know, and that's and basically the last thing we see is Lewis playing the game. Well, no, he's up, he pulls up a chair to the video game. That's right. And he's getting ready to watch the video game, but he's watching the, basically the sequence that plays when nobody's that's true. playing. Yeah. And it shows, it shows that the spaceship going the, up and then the spaceship's actually going. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. And it's this great backlit silhouette right. of him standing there going, whoa. Yeah. 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 And, uh, but it's, it's such a good, and it's funny because like Otis is like, Man, we're going to be famous. This is going to be the place where Alex and Maggie went into went into the space or whatever it was. You know, it's like Starlight, Starbright. You know, it's <laughs> oh yeah. And, and, and what I oh, love the place is, where Alex and Maggie left for the stars. That's yeah. what it was. That's well, what, yeah, and that's what I love is Otis is like, all right, everybody, back up. This thing's got some punch to it. I know. It's, and it's I'm like, like, Otis, how do you know? I know. I, I love, Otis is like one of my favorite characters. I bet there's a backstory there. He's he's not. He was him and Griggs exchange a little. Yeah. I noticed that. Like, I never noticed it before. It's one of those things when they're introduced to each other, there's almost like this knowing between yeah. the two of them. You know, I that the, I was like... I get the feeling mm, that there was some backstory something, there. Yeah, something's going on here. Maybe maybe Otis had something to do with that with that uh, yeah. machine being delivered here. And, you know, it... it, it might be reading into it, but I just, especially that scene this time watching it, I was yeah. like, something's going on here. Yeah. This is, there's more to this story. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's one of those movies, like I said, it's not a great movie. It's a lot of fun. Oh, I, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I didn't, it's it drug in a couple of places. Yeah. You know, a lot, a lot of movies that are almost 40 years old have you know, pacing issues in some places. You well, know, it, once stuff. again, it's that thing where I talk about they they put those instances in there to right. kind of let you breathe. Right. This movie, you didn't really need a whole lot of. No, I need to breathe for a minute, and maybe could have clipped those again, down. Again, it was bit. it was a pretty efficient movie. About you yeah. know, I mean, we did we got what maybe what ten minutes on the front of it before we're really getting into yeah. the ten or fifteen minutes before we're really getting into the the actual story. This is line. where we're going. All right, we're yeah. off in space now. You know, uh, there's not a, there's not like some movies where it's like 45 minutes into it and then all of a sudden you yeah. know it's like then no no, get, no let's then get, get this thing started then you, you know? actually get like 15 minutes of actual movie right right and it's like no they actually they got this thing started and 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 it was one of those things they were pretty good like with the whole you know with the beta thing they filled yeah. in some like well if he's gone how they can well they had that set up rather than well where's alex we haven't seen alex and for you know whatever yeah. and so they're that i felt like like I said, it was a very efficient movie, hour and forty minutes, somewhere in there. Yeah, I think it like was. Um, and um, like I said, graphic, you know, special effects aside, well, they were wasn't of a, the time. They were of the time, and that, you always have to remember that they were yeah. very of the time. 
And uh, but you know, again, didn't have the pacing issues that Tron has, which I I think is a better movie. But it you, does. Tron has a serious pacing issue. And you, you kill me with this because I true. have such a childhood I know, love. But of that I'm the movie, same way too. But, but it's like every time I go back and rewatch, I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, this middle part is really long and boring. Yeah, you know, I, just like the 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 solar sail. You know, the you know the sail. Um, what do they call it? The solar... Um, Which Tron are you talking about? The first one. It's in Actually, it's in both of them. Uh, where he's sailing across oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Solar, the solar winds or whatever it is. Yeah, that, something like that. That goes on entirely too long. Entirely too long. Um, but, it, again, very much of its... Of time. its time, yeah. you know. Again, video games. And, and honestly, that movie was built specifically to sell the video game. Mm, so... Mm. And also, they were setting up for a sequel. Okay, so what I was Which saying... I love Legacy. I know. We won't get into that again. <laughs> I, I, Dude, that Daft Punk soundtrack is yeah. amazing. That movie left me wanting something horribly. Uh, I, I had such high hopes for that movie, oh, and I, it just did not deliver. I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a fairly decent movie. I actually, I actually watched Tron and Tron Legacy back-to-back now. Okay, this, as of as we're recording now, five days ago. Okay. Um, there was an article on uh, TV Overmind. Okay. That the the con- there's a there's a Last Starfighter two concept concept trailer which I didn't know about. I have to watch this. Okay. Maybe. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, but that they they are it's the original the original. Um, writer is back on this and they also Ooh. have yeah and they also have uh lance guest uh, really back um that might actually have some possibility then where was it i just saw it if you've got the original writer and it says together with original screenwriter Castle? jonathan batool gary uh gary witta has been working on a sequel to the last starfighter for i thought a that was years. a nick castle he directed it nick castle directed okay it. yeah it was it was a yeah but not he didn't write it though it was okay, uh, okay, Jonathan okay. Batool, um, but yeah they've been working on it for a number of years and apparently it finally getting it's some starting, traction it's starting to get some more traction I like I said I know that Amazon was uh, looking at doing a series which I can see where a series might work in this because you get to flesh out the characters yeah, a lot more finally. that way. But in that I, universe. But I would see it being kind of a Battlestar Galactica ripoff yeah. in a lot of ways is what it could come down to. You know, I've never finished watching Battlestar Galactica. I've never seen any of the new Battlestar Galactica. I started watching it. I, I remember watching the Oh, I remember old, watching the old one. Yeah, that's Battlestar Galactica one. and then Battlestar Galactica 1980, yeah. which later on they were put together as one but they were actually two different series like yes. the first one had, the first one was canceled and then they said well why don't we try this again a couple of years later and then they did Battlestar, 19, Battlestar Galactica 1980 yeah. and a lot of them got put, it got put together in syndication and then there was a movie also Yeah. Uh, but the new Battlestar Galactica was actually pretty good um, it when it was on the air It got you know, especially in um, the geek community, it was huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was on um, Sci-Fi, which is owned by NBC. Yeah, and NBC tried, hey, it's doing so well over here. Why don't we try putting it on 
NBC. No. And see, oh, dude, it failed horribly. Yeah. I mean, it failed horribly when they put it, when they, they well, pulled it over. You, you knew it had made an impact on culture when it kept getting referenced on Big it Bang did. Theory. Well, it, it got referenced on a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, it was referenced on Veronica Mars. It yeah. was, I mean, it was wrong. I mean, it was on a lot of stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, the thing with it is that it was, very, it's hard sci-fi. I mean, it's, oh, it's hard sci-fi. Yeah. And there's also a character that doesn't exist but is there, and it, it, it's one of those things you have to you have to suspend a lot, you know. Now it does, it it does connect to the old series. Okay. So they they did that, you know, as a because this whole thing is it like there was a there was a piece between Cylons and and the humans. Yeah that lasted for a number of years or whatever and then all of a sudden the Cylons were like alright screw this and sounds like a Cylon yeah and then then, then you know, they had new Cylons and you yeah. know all this kind of stuff and so it kind of went from there um, <laughs> I had one of the biggest like reveals in that show like from the like next to last season okay completely ruined for me one night by accident oh no of my uh my, my wife. I'm not, no, I'm not. I'm not going to say what it was. Okay. But my wife was was like, I was asleep. I woke up. She was still awake. It's my first wife, and she was watching it. And because she had kind of gotten into watching it, you know, a little more than I had. Gotcha. And I woke up, and I was like, "What is this?" She's like, "Oh, it's Battlestar Galactica." Blah 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 blah. And I woke up right as they were doing reveals, like this big oh, reveal no. of of the Cylons, and I was like. Uh, well, I guess I don't have to watch the other three seasons prior to this. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually kind of mad at sci-fi. Okay, because they did, <laughs> yeah, they they did one season of of a show oh, the, from a comic that I was yeah, really, the really deadly class. Deadly class. I, know I you love loved that. that show. I loved that soundtrack. They did one season. And now you can't even watch it anymore. They completely pulled it off of the Actually, sci-fi channel. Yes, but you know where it's available? Where? It's on Peacock. <sighs> and you know why I know this? Because I signed up for Peacock. Well, I did the seven-day trial because yeah. the other night, as we're recording this, the other night, the uh, WWE Hall of Fame induction was right, happening. Right, right, right. So I signed up for the seven day trial, which is actually going to get me through WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going through to see what was on there, and I noticed that the Deadly Class was on there. I meant Man, to tell you about it. So. I don't want to have to sign up for another I streaming. Know. Well, you know, service. it's only like five bucks a month, which is kind of cool. Uh, and you get the WWE stuff as well. Um, I was hoping they would release it to Blu-ray or something to where I could just buy I'm the sure one season. I'm sure they probably season. do. I mean, they released most of that stuff to DVD. I wish they would have continued with that show, yeah. though, because I loved that I, show. It just didn't find its audience, I guess. You know, I mean, it... Hi, I'm sitting right I here. I know, but you... I know. It was such a great... Believe me, hey, I've had plenty of shows that I loved. That, that soundtrack is so Gen X. Yeah. Oh, it's I know. It's not even you kept funny. Show, you, kept tell, you kept showing me the soundtrack. Oh, these are the, this is the soundtrack to this. I was like, holy crap, this is a good soundtrack. Yeah. A lot of that early 80s punk stuff. I mean, it was just oh, like, and, I and, the, and some of the touchstones mm-hmm. in, the, in the show itself. Yeah. Anyway, we're off. Hey, right I, well, Last Starfighter. Last Starfighter. I really enjoyed this I movie. love this movie. It's one of my childhood happy places. There you go. Um, 
as I said, when I was sitting there watching it, I got all the nostalgia feels. <laughs> I really did, and I was not expecting it at all. I mean, it, it was like hit you right in the again. Feels, huh? It did. It, it was it, like you said. It was that very happy. Like yeah. I remember watching this and loving it. You know, on VHS. On v- yeah. This is one of those things. Or we- or. And here, here's where here's where I got the VHS of this. It wasn't because obviously because you couldn't go and buy these things. You had to go like rent them or whatever. Yeah, you did. Except for the fact that we kept getting every once in a while we'd get like you know the HBO or Showtime free weekend or something. Oh, yeah. And my parents were wonderful about when that stuff would happen. About going through, my mom would go through and look at the the TV guide. Yeah, at this time when TV Guy was a thing, and see what was coming on, and we would record movies off of. Oh, everybody did. I know. So we, so everybody, and it was did. funny for the longest time. My mom had all these videotapes of like all these movies that we had recorded. I am off sure I have boxes of yeah. HBO movies. I could in probably a box find somewhere. some somewhere. I know. Yeah. I know. I like, probably in, in my box of mystery tapes. I can almost guarantee you, there's some stuff like that. I, in I there. can tell you one that we had that a neighbor gave us. Yeah. Um, that was an HBO record off mm-hmm. of and that was bmx bandits oh yeah with uh, nicole um, kidman nicole kidman yeah. that was like that, her very first movie yeah and she's very australian <laughs> oh very australian i had the biggest crush on oh, her yeah, from that yeah. movie well you know it's it, we talk about that yeah watching this movie in the back of my head, I kept seeing that HBO special presentation intro. Yes. Where they're going down that main street. And, you know, the, 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 yeah. you know, it's like, and it was funny now, you know, because HBO still uses that theme very like, subtly. Very subtly. Like the music that they play whenever it says, you know, HBO presents or whatever yeah. is the music that they used in that. You know, yeah. it, but it's a very small, like newer version of it, you know. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, that that whole when you would see that yeah. you know, with that, that HBO like coming in and like you'd go inside the, the O, you know, yep. and it was like these stars floating around and it's a yep. special presentation. Yep. <laughs> now for for me this is I think we were living in Illinois at the time and the place you would go, there were a couple places in town that you could go rent movies mm-hmm. at, but the big one was the IGA Superstore. Okay. And they had an entire corner. Oh, yeah. That was dedicated. They had Betamax, mm-hmm. they had VHS, and then you could rent both machines. Right. And yep. we, there were special occasion weekends where we would go and rent a VCR. Because VCRs were like $700 at the time. Yeah. And we would rent three or four VHS tapes, mm-hmm. and this was one of them. I remember. Oh yeah, remember I've rented getting. this one multiple times. Oh yeah, and yeah, that's we that, gotta that, do, that, we gotta do a show about that huge VCR yeah. suitcase. We gotta do a show about like VHSs that we rented multiple times because I guarantee you we could put together a series like somewhere, a huge list somewhere <laughs> at my house. There is a hard tube of. Uh, v- of, of movie posters. Oh yeah, that yeah. I bought came from the yeah from, from the, the video oh, store because you I used to be video able to. Oh, I do too. Have you watched the last blockbuster? Yes, absolutely. I did too. Okay, let's talk about that a little bit. Oh. Okay, so we we get the we can get the yeah, right here. On, we we got some time to kill. What did you think of the movie overall? I loved it. Okay, I liked it. You didn't love it. I didn't love it, and, and here's why. All the bones were there for a really good documentary. I agree. Yeah. They just... I really loved all of the talking about the rental stores, you know, and and Blockbuster and all that kind of stuff. 
I didn't find the actual store itself to be so as appealing as I wanted it to be. Well, I mean... It's and it an- wasn't even the people that was working there. It was just the kind of like... It was almost like that was just the background of, hey, we're going to tell the blockbuster story, which was fine if they were if they were going to do that. Yeah. But it was kind of one of those they presented it as we're going to talk about the store. It's the last one, you know. Blockbuster used to be this big thing, blah yeah. blah. And they really focused a little too much on blockbuster and not enough on on the last blockbuster. Right. I agree. Right. And, and some of that may be. She kept talking about how busy she was and right, how right. she was having to deal with all the publicity right. and run the store and have the family and, you know, and, and, and. One of the things with the, with that is they show her, you know, she's talking about how, like, you know, on Tuesdays when the new movies are released, you know, I go and I buy and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I started doing some math in my head about, okay, you're going to go and buy four or five copies of, you know, whatever I think because they showed her buying um, um, Captain Marvel. Yeah, that was like because they kept talking about you know, like, "Wait, well, did you see Captain Marvel?" You know, whenever yeah, yeah, it yeah. crashes in the blockbuster, which they did a faithful job on that blockbuster. Yes, they, they absolutely really do. Good. The, when, when, um, when, when Captain Marvel blows the head off of that true lies, yeah, I know. <laughs> stand up, I know. I tell you another one, and it's not even a recreation because it was actually a thing at the time. I was telling you that like I was watching uh, Fight Club again. Yeah. And whenever he sends them out with their 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 homework, and one of the things is they're going in and they're racing the tapes at Blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, but the um, I started doing like math in my head, and I was like, okay, I wonder how much they rent these for, because I know she's dropping like. 25 bucks a pop on these things right brand new so she's buying five copies. five copies okay you're in for 125 dollars plus tax yeah how many rentals do they have to get on these things and how many of these things walk off and they never see them again you know i mean and now granted in a smaller town you probably don't get that as much yeah but it's still kind of one of those uh, i'll tell you something else that really kind of slowed the movie down for me was doug benson yeah uh, I've always thought Doug Benson was funny, but that part of the movie was kind of, hey, why this is here for filler, isn't it? You know, and there are several of the celebrity, you know, yeah. the Kevin Smith and the, um, um, what's his name, Brody, um, um, Adam Brody. Oh, you know, it's so like yeah. I enjoyed some of the some of that stuff. It, it but felt when, like they, a- when they brought Doug Benson in, and he's like, now I did think it was funny that he that he text uh, um, Camille and he's like hey look they got your movie here you know yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny that's like okay that's pretty cool you know it's like <laughs> well the the thing about it is is it it felt like they were definitely first time documentary yes, makers yeah. it was it was hey we need to tell this story right. nobody's telling this story let's tell this story so mm-hmm. it very much felt like they started the project they were first timers they right. may not have been I don't know uh, yeah I don't know and that's but but it's one of those things that I just it, it felt I, like a very indie documentary. I really I enjoyed the movie. I like, loved. I it. was and I'd been I, I kept hearing about it. And I was like, I want to see this. I want to see this. Yeah. I want to see this. Want to see this. And I don't have Netflix any longer, so I wound up actually buying it off of iTunes. You know, okay. and I was like, yeah. I would prefer to have a physical copy of it because I love having physical copies, especially of that type of stuff. Oh yeah, because absolutely. you usually buy it straight from whoever's selling them you know right. when you do that kind of stuff and i'd rather give them the money than apple um because apple's getting their cut on, oh on that. yeah absolutely but it's still kind of one of those things where it's like okay this is one of those that i want to make sure that the they're going to get something out of this you yeah know? um but it was kind of one of those things where i was like 
I, and I, I would was buy really it, excited. but if I buy it, I want it in a blockbuster DVD Yeah, that would be so awesome, I know. Uh, but yeah, so it was kind of one of those things that like, I enjoyed watching it. I don't know that I'll go back and rewatch it anytime soon. No. I might. I don't know. It's funny because I own, I own a lot of documentaries, you know, and there are some of them that I will go back and rewatch yeah. like every couple, you know, a couple times a year or sometimes. And there are other ones I'll pull out, you know, every four or five years or something. And I don't know where this one's going to go in the rotation. Like, I really, because, you know, I've talked about this before. You know, I worked at a, a video store yeah. for a while. And I have a lot of love for that era of of it was a social it wasn't it was, just about going exactly. to get the movie it was a very social thing it very much thing. was it very much you would go in and you would talk to the people behind the counter well you would talk to the other, other people customers. yeah other customers and uh, yeah exactly oh yeah all i ended the time. up making friends at the yeah, at the rental place. exactly it's like oh you're renting that how is that right. you know it's oh exactly you know it's, it was that type of stuff and like you said you know especially in the early days yeah there were they popped up all over the place. I mean, oh, it was yeah. like Kroger, our Kroger, you know, grocery store had, yeah. used to have a video department. You know, uh, there's a little convenience store right up the street from where I live that was it was a different store back then. But yeah, they but had like a wall, a part of a yeah. Wall. They had a wall that was you know, yeah. and they would have you know new releases, you know, and that kind of stuff. And it was and they, hey, it's right there, you know. Yeah, you go on a list. Hey, this this movie came well, in. Do you want to? You want to? You still want the other it, you place know? in Illinois where we lived at? I talk about this. You walked into the building, and the front half of the building was a Little Caesars pizza. Oh, yeah. When they when they that. still did the pizza pizza. Right, right. You get pizza, two for the price of pizza, one. Pizza, pizza. Yeah. And the back of the store was a video rental place. Right. So you would order your pizza. You would walk into the back of the store. You would pick out your movies. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, you owned a VCR. Exactly, yeah. And, you know. You, oh, yeah. That was Friday night. And they yeah. talk about that in the, in the thing. Friday nights. You go, you, yeah. you get a pizza, and you get you, you order a pizza, and you go to the video store, yeah. and you go pick up the pizza on the way home. Well, this place had a pizza place in right, the video right. rental store, so you pick out your movies, you go up, and there was you would rent your movies at one counter, right, and then you would go over and pay for your pizzas and your drinks at the other counter, and, and you'd walk out the front door and go home. There used to be a um, up here close to where I live. There was a Little Caesars. It was in a little strip mall. Yeah. And then right on the very end of that strip mall was a video store. So it literally was one of those things that you would call in the pizza. Yeah. Then you'd go to the video store. And then when you got done, you'd walk down and pick up the pizza, get in the car, come back home. And then the pizza was hot and you yeah. had whatever movies it was going, you were going to watch that well, weekend. I, so. it, it was almost like it was a conspiracy because if a pizza place opened up, it wasn't long before there was a video right, store. Right. Or vice or, versa. One or two doors <laughs> down or vice versa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know. I know, and now there's just there's just not any around. I don't know that there's any videos. Like I know there was a few of them that hung around for yeah. you know up until a few years ago that like eventually they all wound up closing, and I still believe that there is a market for that. It's a very niche market yeah. of it's probably some millennial hipsters or something that you know would go and do this but in the right neighborhood you know what i would go to a rental place. i would too because, because, because sometimes there are movies that i would like to see older movies yeah. that are not available on anything streaming right you know and that kind of stuff and it would be nice to go and be able to rent those for I, you know i guess i by de facto i have started becoming a hipster because <laughs> I, I know would, you're all with the, media, the physical media and you, you know, know and i, but, I, I but come I've, and go with it the so thing about it is is that 
I didn't follow that trend. That trend came back over to me. Right, right. And well, I would go to a video rental place mm-hmm. to walk around and see what they had. That was the one thing that I loved about Hollywood Video is because they would carry a lot of weird stuff. Oh, yeah. Okay, that yeah, yeah, Blockbuster yeah. Well, wouldn't carry. That was the thing I loved about my movie gallery yeah. that, that I worked at is the fact that they carried a lot of stuff that Hollywood and neither Hollywood yeah. or Blockbuster You know, weird carried. documentaries. Right. Weird, weird old horror movies that yeah. they wouldn't carry. Movies that blockbuster wouldn't touch because they were nc-17 or something you know right that's like that type of hollywood video would do some right some of it occasionally but they were a lot more mainstream than right you know so it was kind of one of those things was like okay this is cool you know yeah you could go and you could see some weird stuff yeah and um, but it it was one of those things to where in hendersonville mm -hmm. where i was living at at the time which is just north of here right you know blockbuster was right across the street from hollywood hollywood they were always right around hollywood moved in across the street that was hollywood's mo yeah they would always where's the where's the blockbuster we're going in as either right across the street from them or as close to them as we can so a lot of a lot of weekends it was i would hit blockbuster Mm -hmm. if i didn't have if they didn't have what i wanted i'd go over to hollywood right if they didn't have what I wanted, oh, I would. What was the name of that other place over there? It was the tanning place, also. Oh, uh, um, yeah, Captain Video. Yes, Captain Video. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, uh, I never went in there okay. because they never had anything good. Okay. And if you did get something from there, it was probably damaged anyway. Okay. But a lot of times, I would call you and be like, right, "Hey, you got." Actually, yeah, I, I, would, I would call your pager. Right. And oh, page yeah, so you had a pager back then, I and know. and you would call me back. It's like, what's up? I was like, are you working? Yeah. yeah I'd be like, you'd be, yeah. I'd be like, hey, do you guys have this right now? And if you said yes, uh-huh. hold I, it. I know. And I go pull it off the shelf. For hold you. it. I know. You know, and I would drive right. 25 minutes down here. But it was worth it. Yeah. I mean, it was because it was like, you're not going to get that anywhere else. Right. You know, it's a. And, you know, once I got here, then I'd end up hanging out for like three or four hours. Oh, no. <laughs> talking to you. And that was you. the thing. It was like, I had customers that would come into the store yeah. and, and just hang out and talk. Like for hours and talk movies, yeah, and music, and talk whatever, and you comic know? books. Yeah, and, I had, yeah. I did. I had one guy. He was, uh, I don't know. He's probably about ten years older than me. You know, he was in his, in his early to mid thirties at yeah. the time. Yeah, I was like twenty four when I worked there. You know, and it, but it was one of those things that, like, come to find out, he had played in a local band that I remembered. You know, from years yeah. past. Of course, now he was divorced and had a couple of kids. You know, that kind of stuff. And they would come in and rent, and we would. He would come in, like on the day his day off. And hang out for two or three hours, and we would talk movies and music and comic books because I come to find out he was really big into comics, oh, yeah. you know. And we would just talk about anything and everything, video games, yeah, yeah. whatever. I mean, we we were always like, hey, yeah. He was like, man, you you ought to come hang out sometime, you know. You know, just he's like, do you play chess? Do you play You're like, yeah, you know. It's kind of one of those yeah. things where it's like, all right, this is cool, you know. And, and then we had some really weird customers that would well, come in and hang out, and the whole time going, please leave, please leave, please leave. Well, <laughs> you know, I would show up down there. You'd hold my movies. I'd right. get them, and I'd hang out for two or three hours, and we'd be talking. You know, I probably sat around and talked to you and him. Oh, you know, I, yeah, I know. It's and, a, and we'd sit around and make fun of the people going into the the adult room. The adult I know, room. I know. Oh God, the adult room was so much. Was so much hassle and so much fun all at the same time because of just messing with people, but then it was so much of a hassle because of having to deal with everything that yeah. goes with that. We've talked about it on here before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I still have stories that will never make but this podcast. But <laughs> I, I miss the video stores. I miss actual I much record do. stores. There are still 
you you can find some places them, but around, it's, but yeah. it's it's not true. It's, it's not, not like it was. I know it's not the new stuff. No. Well, the, the closest is, you get to the new stuff is going into that one section in Barnes and Noble yeah, now. Well, you know, you got Grimey's here in Nashville. Well, I, that's but that's a local independent it is, place, it is. and it's a mix of resale and new. It is. It is. And that's but that's the thing is is most quote unquote record stores these days are part of their store is a record store. Yeah. Then then it's usually, you know, movies and comic books yeah. and video games. Well, and it's usually like it's kinda like the great which I love the Great Escape right around here in the corner. Yeah. Which it started off as purely a comic book store back right. in, you know, years ago. And then, and then they then added toys. They add, well they added music first. Yeah. And then they got into movies and they got into toys and all that kind of stuff. So it's one of those things you go over there and of course, you know, they've got they've got a huge vinyl section. They've got, you know, a pretty good yeah. size music section. They got a pretty decent size, you know, comic section. They got a good size toy selection, right. you know. Uh, and you know, and it's just kind of, you know, the vinyl pops, you know, and all this kind of stuff and it's like, okay, cool. Which reminds me, I got to show you the new pops I got. Oh, okay. um, well, it's like it's like the the shop that's up close to my house, yeah. Viv and Dickies, right. Oldies and Goodies. It's you know, they've got vinyl. They actually have cassettes now. They've got a yeah. huge giant cassette wall. It, I don't know that it's, cassettes are going to... Um, I know they've been trying to make cassettes come back for a while now, but I'm kind of like... Mm. I, don't, I, I, I still have all my tapes and all that. Yeah, you know, they've, I've got a few. I think. They've got um, clothing. They've got like vintage clothing. Yeah, they got that, yeah. They've got vintage you know, furniture. Basically, got, basically what... And it's a really cool shop and it, they're really cool folks and sometimes I'd like to go in there and just kind of hang yeah, out for a little while. Basically what it's happened to the... Which I, I... With the COVID thing, it's yeah. been... They've it's been a while, I know. It's been a long time, and they're kind of getting back open on the weekends. Right. Unfortunately, my e- weekends have been completely eaten up, and yeah, I haven't I been that. able to get over there. So the thing with the modern record stores is that they've really become more like the old head shops. Yeah. It's <laughs> what it's sound to. I mean, it's really and truly. You're missing a few bongs, you know, under in, in the, you know, excuse me, <clears throat> Water tobacco pipes, pipes or water, water, water pipes, pipes yeah, yeah you know whatever you're missing a few of those type things you know in a case near the front but other than that they've got all the rest of the stuff that you would have in a, in a head shop back in the day so which i don't have a problem with because i used to love going to the stone mountain and places oh, like that yeah <laughs> i miss yeah, another hit, hit those nostalgia feels again yeah. yeah i know i know all right so before we go off into some serious tangents about places that don't exist any longer uh yeah guys thank you so much for listening uh you guys have been awesome and um we're gonna be back with some more episodes we don't know what we're doing oh i'm working on something Oh, no. Here we go. Oh, again. I know. But we'll talk about it off mic, though, uh, that I think is going to be kind of cool with some crossover appeal. So, uh, but anyways, uh, I will, we will be back with more information on that, as well as some more of the music and movies and whatever, the television series and whatever it is that or you guys... Or just rambling episodes where we just... rambling where because we, just... we love doing that more than anything else. <laughs> uh, obviously, if you listen to us at all, you know that we wind up rambling about as much as we round up actually talking about whatever the subject matter yeah, is. it's true. <laughs> it's true. So, but yeah, anyways, guys, hit us up on Instagram. Evidently, that's become, that's... Instagram is like kind of the place to find us hey, now. And, and guys, if you would, if you've been following us on, fa- on the Facebook page... Go to our Instagram page. Go to the Instagram yep. page, but also go over to the Facebook page and check your settings because Facebook has reworked the pages Man. and the algorithms again. 
and we I don't think anybody's seeing the stuff we're posting none of, on the none page of the stuff anymore. there also the stuff that I was doing on my my bedroom concerts right apparently is just not getting to people for whatever reason I don't know what's going on Facebook is kind but of it's, but it's been since they did they reworked the pages yeah all of a sudden they just went we went silent almost so oh, and, either that or you guys we, really hate us for one of the I don't know <laughs> well I mean our, our numbers dropped in half on the Facebook page oh yeah when they reworked the page oh, wow. we suddenly we're now only like um yeah we lost we were sitting up somewhere just over 200 and now we're back down to like 117 oh, wow. okay. so. so yeah so it's uh so i you, did notice that you know like if you would do us a favor go and check your settings for the page right, because right. you may have lost us yeah so anyways go check that out definitely check out our instagram uh, there'll be links to all this stuff uh we're not doing twitter yeah, and it, we're not doing parlor and we're not doing no uh, we're we've we're, never done snapchat we've never done um we're streamlining TikTok our social or media that kind of stuff yeah. but the instagram is really blowing up like we're doing well over there and according to alan the good stuff is him and the stuff it sucks is me <laughs> i don't agree with that but you know he can believe what he wants to believe anyway so guys thank you so much i am alan smith i am the other guy big day and we will see you guys next time see ya